Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. From our team to you, welcome to Season 2 of Convert Central. In Season 1, we've had the privilege of interviewing 15 converts across the months of Ramadan and Shawwal. This season, we have created a plethora of topics for every Muslim regardless of our background, our interests and our races. We pray that every podcast that we upload will be beneficial to you guys and meanwhile, enjoy listening to Season 2 of Convert Central. Welcome back to Convert Central. So Alhamdulillah, we are at the last episode of Fundamentals to Faith and our last episode of Season 2. It's been a long ride, you know, all the way 38 episodes. We've had many, many series and we are finishing up on the last one, Fundamentals to Faith. Uh, and on the last episode of Season 2, I'd like to have a shout out for our, you know, Season 2 team last year. They did an amazing job, you know, we are finishing up the very last fruits of their labor. And inshallah, whatever that we've been doing in Convert Central, they built the foundation of it and Alhamdulillah, may Allah bless all of them and reward all of them. So, as mentioned in the previous episode, anyone who wants more resource about what we are discussing can always hit up Dara Akam's website, download the PDF version of their Muslim Converts Guidebook. They will find a chapter called Morals of a Muslim and we, they will find more details on the Hadith or some of the Quranic verses that are quoted in our podcast. So, I'm again joined by my brother Amresh. Uh, we discussed about general morality in Islam last episode. And today, this episode today, we are going to talk about the personality of our Prophet Wasallam. So, maybe just a short question before we start. I like to ask questions to our guest speakers. So, maybe Brother Amresh, when do you first, you know, learn about the Prophet Wasallam, and how did your perception of him change as you started learning more about Islam? I first got to know about Prophet Wasallam at Darul Akam. You know, you know, and the thing is that I, I know he existed, but I didn't know much. So, after going for classes, he was known as Alamin. That was something which struck me the most. He was truthful at all situations no matter what. And to be truthful at all situations requires a lot of courage. And yeah, I was really impressed. You know, now I'm still learning more yep. after all these years. It's a, it's a journey that will never end, you know. Yep. So as I learn more and more, it's very interesting, you know. Sometimes when I go through difficult situations or unpleasant moments, I try to think back about the situation that Prophet Muhammad faced, you know, for years and years. Right. Know, abuse, verbal abuse. He was, uh, you know, he was hated by his own family. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that's one of, one of the biggest things, you know, you, you imagine facing your relatives and your family members who are out there to attack you, you know, to hurt you. That's something someone should never face, you know, hopefully, even at this point of time. Mm. Yeah, but he went through all that. Mm. Decade, you know, more than a decade. And the amount of perseverance he had, it's astounding. You know, as much as I fail at times to be... <laughs> To have perseverance, I, I still try, you know, I still try. The reason why you and I and the rest of us are here talking about Islam being Muslim is because of the pain he went through. If he did not go through the pain, no. I wouldn't be having this conversation here. Yeah, so I think that's actually a motivating factor for me to just push on, try my best. Yeah, of course, but- you know, we all will have our moments when we fail. But what's important is to get back on our feet and keep trying, keep pushing. Thank you for sharing that. Definitely, he's a figure of, of many things, you know, humility, figure of perseverance, and many, many things that we can learn from Rasulullah Um, Definitely, right, when you talk about if his presence wasn't here, then all of us wouldn't have Islam. And it was it was because of how beloved he was to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that us as his ummah, that, that means we are his congregation, we are his followers, we get the most mercy out of all the different ummahs. Us being his follower itself is a mercy to us. So we'll go into the personality of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 
in the book, he has mentioned four main characteristics of his personality that, you know, they would like us to share. And uh, we'll just go into them one by one. So the first one is that he was also known as the prophet of humility. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the law of the worst. And he is the owner of, of dominion, which means power and might, right? And Rasulullah was the most beloved servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that means that you being the servant of the strongest, most powerful being that there can ever will be, right? That just means that he has the highest station of honor and glory among all the creations of the universe. That in itself places him above everything else in the universe. But at the same time, he was never arrogant. He always refused to receive any special treatment from others to the point where if he was in a congregation, he would sit as if. If he were to go there, you wouldn't distinguish him from anyone that was there. There is a narration of the Prophet ﷺ. He says, I eat as the servants eat. I sit as the servant sits. And rarely I am only the servant of Allah. He also has mentioned that no one has, who has the weight of the seed of arrogance in his heart will enter paradise. So he was also known as the Prophet of Mercy. As you have mentioned, you know, um, we have not sent you, O Muhammad, Allah mentions in the Quran, except as a mercy to all of the worlds. Not just to our world, and in fact, his mercy was extended to all creation in all worlds, to all animals, to our environment, to everything around us. So we will talk about one of the incidents in his life later on as a good example of his mercy. So he was also known as Al-Amin, as Brother Amr shared earlier during his lifetime, So, which means he was the trustworthy. He was known within the Arabs to be trustworthy even before he became a prophet. And he mentioned before that the signs of a hypocrite are three. Whenever he speaks, he tells a lie. Whenever he's entrusted, he proves dishonest. And whenever he promises, he breaks a promise. So to him, being honest, being trustworthy is some, something that was a, a big part of being a Muslim as well. Lastly, he was someone that had utmost patience. In fact, he was known to be one of the five most resolute prophets known as Ulul Azmi who preserved through the great adversities so only five you know throughout the history of mankind and he was one of them so despite the intensity of his ordeal some of them were really 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 intense you know he remained patient and steadfast throughout his life so we're going to talk about one of the incidents of his life uh, known as Ta'if as a pristine example of his character what happened in the year of sentence he lost most of his uh, major support figures him and the Muslims were first ostracized outside uh, the city of Mecca you know he, they were socially isolated and that is one that, you know, even in our society, we talk about circuit breaker and, and even though we are still surrounded by social media and our family, we are all complaining of mental health issues. Imagine the entire community of Muslims being segregated right outside the city gates, away from the entire city. That, that was in itself already a big challenge. But in the same year, he lost his first wife, Khadija, and he also lost his major support figure, his uncle, Abu Talib. So his protectors against the people of Mecca which was these two, they, they, were, they were both taken back to Allah on, on, in that year. And after the death of his uncle Abu Talib, he went to Ta'if to try to do da'wah. So when he was there, not only he was rejected, you know, of his teachings, the elders of Ta'if permission and told the children to go and stone Rasulullah wasallam. So the, all the children, they were picking up and they were throwing stones at him. And there were several narrations that he was running away for up to three kilometers from these children. So, we talk about the mercy of the Prophet. We talk about patience of the Prophet. We talk about the humility of the Prophet. And even though he knew himself that he was the most, he was the, the, the most beloved servant to the greatest figure of, of everything, he remained humble. He didn't think that people who were stoning me, they are beneath me and, and they shouldn't be stoning me. Ne- never thought that once. He was merciful because after the stoning, the angel Jibreel came to him and asked, you know, with a, with a do'a, I could 
flipped the mountain upon the city of Toif and everyone could be dead because they were so angry. They were so angry at the people that why 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 were they stoning the, the Prophet of Islam? Because and, and he was so beloved to Allah, but you know, people were stoning him. They, they just wanted to kill you know the people of Toif. And what did Rasulullah do? He didn't make a dua to for them to be destroyed, but instead he asked for mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his shortcomings. He didn't attribute the failure of Ta'if to even anyone else or even to Allah, but to himself. And then he prayed for them to be guided. He was patient, he was merciful, and he, he was humble. And Ishwa Mi'raj just came and left. And right after Ta'if, he was given, you know, some would say the biggest miracle of his prophethood, which is Ishwa Mi'raj. And that followed after an intense year of sadness and after the incident of Ta'if. So we, not, we don't just see the characteristics and the personality of the Prophet in this example. We also see that goodness can only be rewarded with goodness. And our Prophet ﷺ was rewarded with Isra Miraj after this entire challenge. So the four traits that we just shared, they are just a small number of the beautiful traits of Prophet ﷺ that we can learn from. So to find out more, if you guys want to learn more, and we read at Commerce Central, we definitely recommend all of you guys to check out the book by Imam Tamizi. And in the English uh, translation, it's called The Portrait of the Prophet. In Arabic, it's called Shamayu Tamidhi. So um, this is a compilation of all the hadiths talking about the traits of the Prophet. And you guys can read it yourselves or, you know, head over to the local masjid to maybe learn it from your ustas as well. So we talk about benefits of good morals and there's one that is extremely important. Because if we are Muslims of good morals, then we will be loved by our Prophet wasallam. He has mentioned that Shall I tell you about the most beloved to me and the closest to my assembly on the day of resurrection? He mentioned those with the best character. So, if you are loved by Prophet Wasallam, we will be loved by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala as Muslims. So this is why we should base him as our role model. This is why we should strive to be Muslims of good character. And Alhamdulillah, uh, we thank Allah for allowing us to talk about the Prophet Wasallam. We ask for your forgiveness if you have shared anything incorrect about the life of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Alhamdulillah, it's a, definitely a heavy topic for us to talk about, about Rasulullah. But Alhamdulillah, we have come to the end of the content and we are going to talk about discussion. So this is where I include Brother Amresh so that I can take a break from sharing about everything else earlier on. So Brother Amresh, which attribute of Rasulullah moves you and which attribute would you want to emulate as a Muslim? I would say, I'll say two, you know, being truthful and merciful at all times. I think it's very important to be honest, right? Uh, no matter what the situation is, even if it's against you. I think that is something I want to be constant in our whole life and to be merciful towards people, you know, no matter what. Like you just said, you know, what happened to Toif, right? He could have had the opportunity to, you know, make a dua and get the city destroyed. But he was extremely merciful towards the people who attacked him. You know, it's, this is something like, no, not many, most of us can do, you know. It's, can you imagine getting hurt, getting like, physically hurt and being merciful towards them? Even if you tell me now, as much as I say, I don't think I can do it. Even if hindsight. <laughs> yeah. For me, I believe it's not possible. So I think that's something I would like to work on, being merciful towards people right. all times. But of course, having said, that, said this, it doesn't, does not mean that you should be open to getting abused all the time. You have to stand up for yourself. Right. You know, there, there is a certain limit. When you know when people are going overboard, please do not get abused. Please stand up for yourself or get some help. So being merciful and standing up for yourself, is uh, there are two different things. Yeah, I think you have to find, uh, you have to be very uh, clear about this. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, if you would ask me, you know, 
one big attribute that I would love to uh, learn from Prophet Sallallahu is his mercy. Uh, so many, many narrations of his mercy that encompasses not even, not just us, but, you know, even to animals. And that, that always moves me to, to think about, you know, how much we see in a day and how much mercy we need from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A good way for us to gain Allah's mercy is to show mercy to others as well. You know, as mentioned in the Quran, you know, the one of the ways to gain Allah's mercy is if you forgive others, not for the sake of them deserving forgiveness, but rather you want Allah to forgive you for your sins. So, uh, you know, I would love to emulate the attribute of mercy from Rasulullah Wasallam. So talking about emulation, talking about learning, um, how do we learn from the actions of Rasulullah Wasallam? We know the stories, but how, how do you think we can learn from the stories? We have to put into practice what we have learned. The only way to see improvements or see changes in our lives is by practicing, right? Anything at all. So even if you can't go 100%, start with 10%. You'll start to see changes slowly, inshallah. Especially the best is if you have someone that you, you know, always have problems with, right, in your life, what you can do is try to be nice to them. Start by being nice to them, even if you don't like the person. And when I'm saying uh, when you don't like person, it's like, you know, just, just petty issues, right? Yeah, like I said, not, not when you're being abused. Different story, yeah? So that's for like, you know, small issues. When the person just makes you upset, try being nice to the person. Yep. And inshallah, you'll see changes. Alhamdulillah. Um, I think that's a, that's a great suggestion. That's a great advice to all of us who are trying to learn from the uh, personality of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know, from us, we will share also just two advice that we learn from experience. One would be if you want to show forgiveness or mercy to someone who has wronged you. But of course, like what Brother Amresh has mentioned, um, wrong doesn't mean that you allow it to continue uh, doing wrong things to you. You know, you have to think forgiving and, and stopping something that is wrong. They are two different things. But if you want to exercise forgiveness, the first way that we can start is maybe to make do'a for someone that has wronged you. That might be the first step for you to, you know, uh, to take in, in forgiving them. The second thing is, is something that I think I try to practice when I'm challenged is to think in your, in your own mind what would the Prophet ﷺ do if he was in this situation. So, you know, that would allow you to draw from similar experiences that maybe you have learned from his life and apply it to your current situation. I think that has helped me in some situations, in, in many situations, in fact. And, you know, when I'm angry, I think about it. Oh, yeah, true. You know, Prophet Sallallahu never did this when he was angry. So I shouldn't do it. And over time, you start to make it a habit and you can start to, you know, assimilate these traits into your own personality as well. So Alhamdulillah, it's been a fruitful discussion for our podcast tonight. Thank you so much, Brother Amresh, for joining us and sharing with us your experiences and your thoughts. It's my really pleasure. You know, uh, talking to you again, fourth time. Um, moving up the leaderboard, I think. We're going to dethrone Brother Ali soon. Um. <laughs> Yeah, um, we've come to the end of the episode uh, and our season two. We will move on to season three next week with our convert sharing, the very first convert sharing of season three and also of 2021. We're going to talk to someone special. Uh, he is brother Imran. He's the president of Darul Akam. So he's going to share with us his convert story and some of the ways that Arkham and Convert Central we are merging and some of the events that we're going to have in the future. So Alhamdulillah, we look forward to seeing you guys next week, seeing your support for season three. Do share our season two, any of the topics that have been, which, uh, you know, calling out to you guys. Share with your friends, have a discussion. Uh, we will always love people to come to DM us to talk about any of the topics that we have said on, on our podcast channel. So for the last time in season two, uh, we will recite Tasbih Kafara and Surah to Asr to ask Allah to forgive us for any of the wrongdoings that we've had. And all good from our season two is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik
Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wal asr innal insana lafi khus illa alladhina amanu wa amilus solihati wa tawassaw bil haqqi wa tawassaw bis sabr. Thank you so much Bara Amresh. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.